Welcome back to another Overdue, You're Not Wrong. Once again, we took two weeks off after saying it was only going to be five days, but uh, uh, it might be a week and a half, two weeks. It's around, around that. But we're back. This time we're going to talk Eagles instead of Sixers. Yeah, we are. We talk about Sixers every time because it, it was a very eventful yesterday in the NFL, specifically for the Eagles after signing Golden Tate. Or not signing, trading for trading Golden Trading for Tate. Golden Tate. Yeah, for a third rounder, Golden Tate. Yeah, not too shabby. No. And then we'll talk about other moves around the NFL later on as well, whether they affect us or don't. But yeah, I'm pretty excited about having Tate on the Tate. Yeah, and uh, finally finally coming in off a win. It feels like it's been a while. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But, uh, no, it has been a while. Uh, beat... Kind of a dysfunctional Jaguars team. Admittedly, I did not see the game. I was off to lunch with my mom, but you got to do what you got to do when it comes to the ladies. So, uh, but I I read my reviews. Uh, we've got Golden Tate coming in here. We're going into the bye. This is it feels like it feels like the Eagles are kind of on an upward swing. I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just reading all the hubbub on the uh, the, the Philly beat writers or whatever. But it feels to me the general vibe around the team is like, all right, like. We had some bumps in the road the first couple of weeks. We hit some tough spots. We lost some games we definitely shouldn't have lost. But like we were bringing guys cough, in. Cough, Panthers games. Cough, cough, Titans game. Uh, but like we're four and four. What are we? One game back for the division. One and a half. One and a half games back. Still got lots of games in the division to play. So we beat the Redskins. Five. We beat the Redskins twice. Beat the Cowboys twice. We beat the Giants by 100, and uh, all of a sudden we're like, how many wins? That's five wins. All of a sudden we're 9-4, and four, and uh, we can afford to drop a couple games against the Rams the, and, and the Saints. Rams and Saints and, and who else we Texans. That will beat the Texans. If we can beat one of the Rams or the Saints, that's when I'll be convinced that like this team's legit. Obviously, we have to do well against our division too, and that's not a, that's not a given because I, I think the Redskins are actually pretty good. But, I uh, just think... The uh the Panther game really killed my spirit. Yeah, for it a did. While. You know, because like we played so first good. half. Yeah, the first half we looked like the team from last year. Honestly, that's the reason there was no pod last week, is we were so depressed that the Eagles that's lost true. that game that we couldn't do a pod, which is not the way that this is supposed to work. We're supposed to do a pod regardless of how the the results come. But like, could you do a pod after being up twenty one points and then not winning 17. the game? Oh, they scored twenty one points. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that was. I was like already. I was so happy. Like we were the third, like through three quarters. I'm like, wow. Like offense is looking good. Defense is looking good. Like this is gonna be a fun pod. We can talk about how this team is back and ready to roll, which they were. I mean, it's not like that didn't happen. Like the first three quarters of that game happened, and then the fourth quarter of that game also happened. And so you kind of gotta you gotta find out some sort of balance or which team really the Eagles are. But uh, but yes, yeah, so that was two weeks ago. And then we had the Jaguars this past week. Uh, you watched the game. What were your What were your opinions on that? Um, I still think we were pretty shaky. Our offense looked pretty good overall. Wentz had a few mistakes. He threw one pick into double coverage and fumbled again. But o- overall, our offense was able to move the ball the entire game. The running back situation is still kind of. I, I wish we would have traded for a running back. Like I think that Carlos Hyde tr- trade had Eagles written all over it, but. We ended up not doing that. Um, Defensive-wise, we looked good. We blitzed a lot more, which uh, Schwartz was getting a lot of 
hate for not blitzing as much. Yeah. But he, he brought a lot of pressure this past game, so I don't know what to take of that. Like, if that's going to stay, just, just uh, do that because it was Bortles. Yeah, because it was Bortles. Yeah. So, either way, I, I like the blitz. I know that, I mean, with our front four, our front four might get the most pressure what? in the league. Maybe the Rams. That's kind of, that would be my, my but, thought was like, oh, how much do you really need to blitz with the front four? But I guess, it's just, I feel like. It's you, just keeping them on their heels. Yeah. If you don't know if they're going to blitz or not. Like, you know what four is going to pressure. If you just double team one, you're, if you're just rushing four, you're hoping that one of them makes a good move. Yeah. I would say, I would say at most the you blitz. Is, is like five. Like I don't think you would need the blitz more than five guys, or like with more than five. So like one corner. I'd say off six. I'd say corner off the edge and a linebacker. Yeah, I guess. But then it's just like you're so exposed if it doesn't get there. But I don't know. I, I apparently it worked okay. I mean, only only six points at halftime. Uh, obviously, they gave up a couple more in the second half. But uh, yeah, I thought we were. It's a shaky end again. Yeah, I don't know why that keeps happening. We're not very good. We're not very good at. Finishing we can't finish games. in games right now. Like. I feel like every single game, win or loss, it's like we're we're just nervous at the end of the game. I'm like, I, I'm happy being nervous most of the game, but like, let's close this out, boys. Let's like, let's get yeah, this done. I think, I think part of the, I think, I might have said this in another pet, uh, pod, but I've been thinking this for a while. I think Doug Peterson came into this year thinking we won last year, we have to change it up because we're not going to win exactly how we won last year. So he switched up his co- coaching tactic a little bit, and well, he did didn't he, need to do that. Did he switch up I his think, coaching tactic, or did the offensive line deteriorate, and we lost our best running back, and we lost our other running back, and we lost our third running back, and our running game is non-existent? I just feel like but you, it's not that. It's not just that. Our defense, well, as well, our defense plays that our, stupid prevent defense. Our offense isn't moving as much, and we're not attacking as much. We used to put up forty plus. It's hard to attack when you have a running game, year. though. Our running game was yeah. like fourth in the NFL last year. We're, we're, we just don't have it. It's just not. It's also because we're not running. We pass the ball fifty times we a have game to. and run it tw- we have twenty to. times a game. Because we're, but we, then Corey Clement's well, not, not going to do it. But even if you're running, not to get first downs and stuff like that, you still need to run to establish that. So they have to yeah, protect for that. I, I just, so they can't just protect for pass. I mean, I, I think, I, I think if Ajayi was healthy people, right now, this would be a different offense. We, people either drop into coverage and we don't run the ball, or they do a pass blitz. So they, they're not concerned about the running game at all. That's why every once in a while we get like a 20-yard run and that's it because they're not concerned about that. They'll give up that one run to uh, stop the pass. Yeah, I mean, I think it sucks. I think we just have had a lot of injuries. The loss of Lane Johnson is absolutely massive. We might as well talk about that. I mean, I don't know exactly what the stats are, but I remember them talking last year about how bad the Eagles were when Lane Johnson went out and then when he came back, how they like just revitalized the entire team, and I I think it's kind of a similar story this year. He's been oh kind of banged up, and the the fact that he's out for I think it's like a month with this uh, MCL sprain, it's it's a big deal to lose a guy like that. And uh, I'm not sure who we're gonna slide in behind him, but I know that he was probably in the conversation for our best offensive lineman, and uh, I don't think I don't think that's gonna help one bit to to have him on the sidelines. No. I agree. I mean, I think he's been struggling a lot this year. I think Kelsey's I been our best lineman this year. I mean, he's come out and said that after the first three weeks that he's been playing like shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he was. He's obviously has been playing as well as last year, but I think uh, I think he's probably still been a net positive, although I don't really have anything to. No, I mean, he's still, yeah, he's still a top end lineman. I just think this year, Kelsey has been the best out of the line. Probably. I think Peter, Peters is struggling. And the line Brooks has been, the line like has been generally year. good at pass protection. 
ish. It's just people They're, blitz us a lot yeah. because they know we're not going to run the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not much you can do about that. You rely on, like, kind of tight ends and running backs to pick that up. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think the Lions may maybe playing a little bit better. And then, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what the solution is. Maybe Golden Tate opens up a little bit. I don't know. Something they can't blitz because we have too many weapons, if, if that's no, a thing. I- yeah, I think Golden Tate just helps us get it out quicker. We have three people who can get open pretty fast now. Four people, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the thing I read was the kind of negative on it was he's pretty much like a replica of Aguilar, probably a better version of it, but like he kind of does what Aguilar does. He's, he's catching catch a run kind of guy from the slot, and I, I'm not sure how that's going to look. Uh, I guess you move, you move Aguilar back to the outside, you put – Tate back to the outside. Tate outside. Tate's bigger. Yeah, but he's he's like traditionally a slot receiver. That's kind of his role. Is he he's a he's a over the middle short yardage kind of guy catching runs. Yeah, so. but he's learning the new offense. We don't bring we don't make two people learn a new offense. Move Aguilar outside and then yeah. I just I'm curious. I I don't really have an answer here. It's all speculation. I'm I'm really curious to see what uh Doug Peterson does with him because obviously there's there's some plan with him. I don't think there's no way uh, Howie Roseman makes a move like that without talking to Doug about it. So, uh, just, so yeah, it's let's, just another weapon. I, yeah, I, I get it. It's just um, a third rounder is not nothing. Uh, although, as we just investigated, it is possible that if Golden Tate is a free, who is a free agent after this season, if he resigns somewhere else after this season, uh, the Eagles could possibly get a fourth rounder as like a compensate compensation pick uh, for twenty twenty, which would be, be decent. Nice. That just means we drop down one pick. Yeah, it'd be third rounder for Tate and a fourth rounder, which yeah. it does. It's not exactly that because it'd be eight games of Tate and the fourth rounder. So, uh, I'd appreciate it if he's just like, yeah, this is chill. Philly's cool. We just want to ship again. Yeah, I will say though, I I take Jeffrey Ertz and Aguilar, and a good defense or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then to I think he's making sign four receivers. Yeah, you're right. I think he's making like three point one right now. That, although I'm, that might be his rookie deal or or some variation this is of his rookie second deal. Second deal. It was his deal once he went to. Yeah, so I'm not lines. sure how much is too much when it comes to a, a second wide receiver or a wide receiver his caliber. I, I saw something that said like the only two wide receivers in the NFL with ninety plus catches over the last four years are Golden Tate and Antonio Brown. That might be made up, but I think I read that on uh, on Twitter. So that sounds pretty legit. Golden Tate. I think is is kind of a top tier talent, and we're gonna have to see what he looks like in the Eagles uniform. But uh, I think it's something that Eagles fans can definitely be excited about. Yeah, I think one thing that Philly fans are gonna enjoy him right away is because of his presence on social media. He's already tweeted out Dude, to he's going off people about like what number he wants to wear and, and stuff like that. So I just think him being vocal with the fans are gonna help him like help integrate him into this team and fans liking him. Yeah, no, I think it'll be uh it should be exciting. Uh, especially the it's it's fortunate that he's coming in on a bye week, so they've a little more time to to try to work him in. Although I don't really think NFL teams work too much when they're on the bye, but I assume he'll kind of cuz I think he might be coming off his own bye. Yeah. So they'll work with him. Yeah, they'll work it, with it, him exactly. Not. He'll get the playbook, he'll get to look through it. Um I know yeah. he had a press conference today that I kind of half listened to where he pretty much just yeah, said he was excited to, to join the uh Join the team. He likes he likes cars. He likes the. He said he was rooting for us in the champion in the in the Super Bowl last year, which you like to hear. That's always a good one. He said uh, he doesn't he doesn't know too much about Philly, but he he knows that 
the fans are passionate and they really care about their teams. And so he'll obviously find that out the first time uh, he does something good or bad. Uh, so, yeah, so Golden State, positive. Lane Johnson, negative on the whole. Eh, what do we think? What do we think? We've got the Cowboys in two weeks. Um, I think we're going to kick their ass. Yeah. The Cowboys suck. They, they're so bad. Amari Cooper? Yeah, what a trash trade. First rounder for Amari Cooper? I, yeah. I mean, is Amari Cooper good? I don't know. He just hasn't proven himself. I mean, he was a first rounder. He, he had a good, one good year, and then yeah. he went in like the second round of all the fantasy drafts, and he's been trash. Yeah, I don't think he's all that. I think he'll be better than what they had, obviously. I mean, we'll find out. He'll get a lot of targets, but I don't think Dak's a very good quarterback. Yeah, what's what's so. Skip Bayless going to say if if, uh, if Dak still can't do anything? Oh, he's got no weapons. Cole Beasley. Blah, 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 blah. I think, uh, I hope Amari Cooper goes there. I hope he gets in some legal trouble uh, like every other Dallas player. And I hope Dak is still trash and then we beat them by 30. I agree. If there are any Dallas yeah, fans think... listening to this, uh, you can unsubscribe. It was good to have you. I think realistically we should root for 10 and 6. And, uh, Hope the Reds can drop a few other games. Because even if we if our two wins are the only two losses they take the rest of the year, they'd finish twelve and four, which I don't think is going to happen, but it's a possibility. So we need to go ten and six and hope that the Redskins go ten and six or or worse. Yeah, I think ten and six playoffs. Ten and six. Ten and six is is realistic. You don't think? Really? Uh, yeah, probably not. It'll be close, but you have. The Panthers. Yeah, I think we kind of have to try for the division at this point. The Packers, Vikings. Yeah. So just win out and hope for a wild card, or go ten and six and win. The I'm really, I'm really not that high on the Packers. I know Aaron Rodgers is good, but uh, no, but the Vikings aren't very good this year. Neither are the. Packers, yeah, so, so I think I think the, that division might end up at nine and six, like the whole division. I I don't. Or nine, nine and nine Seattle, who's you have Seattle, who's four, uh, four and three, and you still have the Falcons and the. Uh, Panthers. It would just be close. We'd yeah, have to. I wish we beat the Panthers. Ah, we we really should have beat the Panthers. Five and three would put us real nice right now. Ah, uh, we beat the Titans. If we can stop a fourth and twenty-three, what is that? What was that six and two? Are you kidding me? Yeah, the you Panthers kidding me? game is a lot. And worse the Panthers game, me. we had a fourth and ten. So we are fourth and ten and a fourth and twenty-three away from being six and two. This is bullcrap, people. Somebody needs to take a stand and figure out why we can't stop a fourth down play. We're in overtime. We're in the end of the fourth quarter, and we just cannot get a stop on fourth down. Like it's not that hard. You just tackle him before he passes the line that says first down. Like I, I, I don't get it. I, we played defense so good for all the games, or not so good, but pretty good. And then we just I don't know what happens. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Somebody explain this to me. You guys got any uh, ideas? I got no ideas. As long, I mean, I've said this, what, three times already this year, but as long as it doesn't happen again. I, yeah, it did happen again. Yeah, I know. That's why I've said it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we got the Cowboys. They got Amari Cooper. They got... Ezekiel Elliott, they got Dak Prescott. I think their defense has been playing well. As far as I've kind of kept up with it and listened to random Skip Bayless rants. Um, so that might be an interesting thing. But I, I, for right now, I think I'd rather play a good defense than a good offense. I just, I'm not confident in our defense. Um, yeah. Kind of getting stops when they'd have to. Uh, even though, like, it seems like all the pieces are still kind of there. I mean, we got, uh, we got Jordan Hicks back. He hasn't made the kind of impact I thought he would. 
Um, our defensive line, I feel like, should be better. Although we got guys hurt. I think Barnett's hurt right now. Barnett's out for the year. Oh, yeah, you're right. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, we're definitely not full strength. So we should still be on. better than what we are. Yeah, I so... I feel like if people were just saying, oh, well, we'd be better if these people were on the team, that's just an excuse because we, we still know with the team we have, we could, should be better than four and four yeah it's it's just unfortunate we couldn't close a couple games that we should have been should have won and uh i don't know we just kind of you got to hope the team's resetting just like all the fans are trying to reset um midpoint of the season by week exactly eight games in uh it's just it's time to to start playing like the team that we could be instead of the team we think we are or we 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 uh hope we are we, we just gotta we gotta start being the team it, it's just it's gotta happen I want to start beating people by 20 again. I, I just, the defense needs to step up, get more turnovers. I mean, we get no turnovers. I guess we had we had one last week. The fumble, uh, the fumble. Yeah. I just, if I feel like we're getting no turnovers, no takeaways. Carson keeps fumbling. Uh, he hasn't. He's only thrown two interceptions, which has been good. He's taking care of the ball. Um, in general, we're taking pretty good care of the ball in offense. I feel like, but uh, I don't know. It, it just seems like. There's a lot of things that uh, we feel like should be happening. It did happen last year that kind of aren't right now, and uh, I'm hoping that they're taking this bye week to reassess and, and get on the right track and come out firing against Dallas. Is it in Dallas or is it in Philly? Do you know? It's in Philly. All right, dope. I'm looking at the stats now. Carson Wentz, who's played it's good. two less games, or I guess one less game. Yeah, well, no. You, you don't have to finish that sentence. Dak Prescott's trash. But tell me anyway. I want to hear it. 400 more yards, five more touchdowns, and two less interceptions. What's his... Uh, Carson's completion percentage is like 70 right now, right? Uh, I don't see that right here. I think it's yeah, I, I think it's like 70% completion percentage and like eight yards in attempt, which is just insane numbers. And uh, almost, if not better, numbers than his season last year where he was in the MVP conversation. It's just the Eagles aren't winning the two games that we should have won and maybe one other one. And if we're 7-1, and 6-2, and 5-3 and three right now, maybe he's in the MVP conversation. I don't know if there is an MVP conversation. I think yeah, it's... That's what Car- yeah, Carson Wentz is on pace to put up the same exact stats he put up last year. People kind of like handed the MVP to Patrick Mahomes after the first four weeks, and so I don't know if anybody's talked about it since then. No, there's a bunch of debate on Sunday. Really? After the Chiefs won again, yeah. It's, basically, people are saying it's between Mahomes and uh, Gurley. Gurley, Gurley's yeah. a monster. She's so good. Guys, listen to this trade. So I traded, I traded uh, Devonta Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, and Carlos Hyde for Todd Gurley and Lashawn McCoy, and uh, Lev Bell still isn't playing. Devonta Freeman's on IR, and Carlos Hyde got traded to be a backup in Miami. It was lit. No, not Miami. Was it Miami? No. You sure? You went to. Uh... Jacksonville. Uh, I don't know about that. Did, was he no. was he playing last week? Yeah, he, he played a few a few downs. I guess the Eagles. Yeah, because Fournette's out, so they had to get another one. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. No, but do you see who also Rams got? Yeah, well, that uh, defensive lineman, right? Uh, Fowler Jr. Yeah, he's pretty good. They're gonna be so good up front. He's pretty good. I think we're going to beat them. We're going to beat the Rams. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to beat them. And uh, it's going to make me happy. It's going to make 
all the national heads about the Rams. Shut up. And uh, it's going to be a miracle because that team is really, really good. But uh, somebody's got to beat them. It might as well be us. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough that we can play the Rams and the Saints. The Saints are so good. Do they play this? Yeah, do they play the Rams this week? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's gonna be a good game. game. That's gonna be a good I game. We got two good games this week. We got Pats yeah. Packers and uh, Saints Rams. Man, what time is the Rams game? Probably four. Probably four. Dude, I can deal with that. Dude, Depends where it is. It's gonna be a good Might Sunday be a this one. week. Yeah, but I think the one thing that we have going for us for an LA team too. I mean, they're really good, but Philly fans travel well. And oh, LA yeah, we is do. not very good at yeah, being a home team. But uh, I think it's more. I th- I don't know. I've I've been saying that I'm more, I'm more scared of the Saints than I am the Rams. I don't know, dude. Like, I used to say that. I don't know if I believe it anymore. Yeah, I'm scared of both of them. I don't want to play either. Yeah. I think I'm more scared of the Rams now too, just because I've seen their defense. And also, the they haven't lost anybody. Yeah. And Gurley is just too good. He's too good. That, I, he's just the running back position destroys us. Not like running the ball, but if they're just like McCaffrey, like that kind of player. So he nah. he's a pounder and he can be a receiving back. And we never defend receiving backs. And Cooper, which Cup. is why I was scared of the Saints because of Camara. Cooper Cup, Brandy Cooks. Although Brandy Cooks might be hurt, I'm not sure. Uh, Robert Woods. I mean, they've got weapons all over the place, and then that defense is just full of playmakers. I mean, they'll turn you over in a, in a, in a quick second. So yeah. that's a tough team, man. I mean, I'm not too worried about good defenses. I don't think anybody's going to shut us down. I don't know. I, but I guess I, the last couple weeks we looked okay. But, I mean, we put up 17 points and, and 24 points. That's not fantastic. No, but like I said, we've been too conservative this year. Something's changed about the offense. And it's not just the players. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, I'm sure there's a good analyst out there to answer that. But I, I think it, it feels like the ball's kind of sitting a little longer with Carson. or He's not getting the, – the thing that I noticed, my, my observation, was that it seems like we're not getting easy throws. It's like we don't we don't get our receivers open very easily. It's like, Except for Ertz. Ertz manages to get open on every single route he ever ran in his life. But yeah. <laughs> besides that, it seems like Alshon and, and, and Nelly are always making, like, really tough catches, which props to them for making them because, like, they do it. Alshon's just – can we talk about him for a second? Alshon's been super – Alshon Jeffrey heard all y'all talking crap about him, about how he's not a real number one wide receiver. Us true fans, we ride with Alshon. He's coming out here putting on shows, man. I just – I love that man. He, he is, He's hella good. He is hella good. He is so good at pinpointing the ball and going up and getting it, making sideline catches, doing what you got to do. His touchdown numbers are up. Uh, he he obviously has a pretty good uh, like chemistry with Carson, and I I just he hasn't gotten in any trouble. I mean, he was kind of known as like a hothead personality when he was in Chicago. He, yeah, he was a hothead because he hated the system. I think yeah. he really likes well, the system. But like, there was no guarantee that he was going to change. He's come in here and he's been a stand-up guy, locker room, haven't heard anything about him, and. Uh, I don't know, I love him. I, I that what a great signing by uh by Howie, and it, it's just it's worked out perfectly. I he's like on a long term deal here, right? Isn't he like three years something like that? Four years starting this year. That's awesome. You know, I'm happy to have him. I hope the rotator cuff feels fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Ertz is having a monster season. I you know what? I'm excited. Ertz is at 660 yards. He's having a monster season. Ah oh, man, I just I feel like it's just like the the points aren't there. It, it's for somehow 
we got all this production and we got all the, the Carson Wentz's numbers and all that. I think it's got to just be the run game and some some combination of balance. It, it, we just aren't putting up. I mean, we averaged like what thirty points a game last year while Carson was healthy, and I just we're not even close to that right now. We've only gone over thirty once. It's it's, it's, it's kind of blowing my mind. I feel like I feel like we should be there. Uh, granted, we played the Panthers and the Jags last two weeks, which are very respectable defenses, but I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Dallas defense, pretty good. Should up should put up 35. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say 35 to 17, final score there. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, I like that. I like that. 38-14. Oh, yeah. All right. That sounds good. Was that, is that We doubled them up there? Maybe we doubled them in both situations. So, yeah, so bet the over on whatever the line is there. Uh, I think I'm going to start getting into betting. I don't know. I listen to Pat McAfee show every day. They're like, my bookie. Uh, uh. Well, did you see that? Uh, the Todd Gurley thing? The, uh, no, no, no. Oh, well, that, that too. That was funny. That. I'm not, <laughs> if the, I was uh, betting on that, I'd be pissed. I had my fans the River, team, though. Rivers Casino is uh, now open to sports betting. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't think I can get in, in a casino, though. No, but we're close enough. Dude, it's not bad. Nah, I feel like I feel like just putting a parlay together, just like betting on the Eagles and the Sixers. It's like, never good. Don't bet on your own. And teams. like tennis, dude. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Like Pat McAfee then every morning. Tra- he's like, "You guys haven't signed up for my bookie yet. You're a fucking loser." And I'm like, "Oh damn, I gotta go do that." So I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Matt watched a little bit more of the uh, Toronto game last night than I did. I kind of walked in. And I uh, heard Ben Simmons had seven turnovers in the first half. and saw I had we, to turn it off. Saw we were losing by 15. And Matt, I was like, oh, we're only losing by 15. Matt's like, yeah, we're playing terrible. So, yeah, we I admittedly didn't watch much of it. What was, what was, the, uh, what was the diagnosis there, Matt? Uh, I just think the rotation's real off. I know that's been a big complaint with uh, Brett Brown all year. Talk about, like, the, the people whoever's playing. Yeah, like, he puts in a squad that, Oh, the first team all comes out at once. I mean, JD's part of the second rotation. That That's good. But he puts in Amir, Muscala, uh, uh, JJ, Fultz, and uh, TJ out there all at the same time. And I'm like, this is not good at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're missing Wilson Chandler, like to slide in to be the guy after Rocco. I think he's going to uh, help. I think people are kind of underestimating Wilson Chandler, I think, I think is gonna be a good piece. Yeah, I think he's gonna be good. I think they're forcing Fultz early game, where I think we should benefit from mm-hmm. uh, JJ being out there, even uh, TJ. But then late game, for some reason, the fourth quarter doesn't put him in at all. So I think if if we're gonna stick with Fultz and we want him to learn, we need to let him learn throughout the whole entire game. Don't just say, "Oh yeah, we're starting him. He's our first overall pick," and then not actually play him. Yeah, in key situations. I think that that's really weird to me. If if you don't want to play him, don't even start him. Let JJ get comfortable with the first team because he's going to be in with the first team at the end of the game too. Yeah. Well, I think I think JJ is comfortable with the first team. I don't think that's a huge deal. I, I it seems to me that he hasn't minded coming off the bench. Uh, every time he comes off the bench, it seems like he's angry and just shoots like five threes right away. But uh, no, I, I kind of the theory that I heard or the the proposition I heard floated out there was kind of that. They showed some stat with Fultz's numbers with Simmons on the floor and then off the floor. And they're, like, so much better with Simmons off the floor, which is probably Markel Fultz's fault. But um, it seems like at this point... He doesn't do anything off ball. Yeah, it seems like at this point you got to kind of slide him into more of alternating with Simmons instead of 
kind of being on with him and then off with him and then having TJ out there by himself. Yeah, he. I mean, he took two corner threes last game off passes, missed both of them. The only, the only three baskets I made him or I watched him make were him taking it up and dribbling and making his own shot. I, mean, I don't yeah, think his, he's a get-open guy. Yeah. I mean, so, he's... It's it's kind of it feels weird to complain about that though, don't you think? Like, for so long we haven't had anybody that could do that, and now we're like, oh, this guy only can create for himself. Uh, I don't know. Well, if he learns how to, if he learns how to create for himself, but also move off ball, his off ball is he sits in the corner, doesn't do anything, and then crashes for an offensive board. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't he know. Needs, he needs to work on that personally. Yes, we need that uh, solo guy. But then Ben Simmons needs to be okay with just passing to him and let him do his thing every once in a while. But he's not because Simmons wants to be a floor general he wants to tell people where to go and what to do it feels it feels weird though because like you think about it so what what is he doing differently off ball than say like dario or or covington i'm gonna exclude reddick because reddick is like the greatest off ball mover in the history of the nba dario cuts a lot does he though i mean he does he takes a lot of stupid threes but he's he does a lot of off ball movement too because how, how many times does simmons dario comes up for the screen simmons steps away from the screen and then dario's cutting gets a nice you're a layup. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And then Rocco, um, Rocco, feel like just standing on the perimeter. Rocco doesn't do that. He just stands around. But the yeah, I guess he shoots the threes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Fultz probably doesn't really, he doesn't really have a role off ball where like I guess Dario's the the screener cut guy. Like he doesn't set screens, and so there's no like I I just yeah, he, I understand Dario, the complaint screens, that he doesn't cuts. provide value off ball, but I I'm I'm curious as to what people think he should be doing differently off ball. Well, it's not even. It wouldn't even just be him being off ball. Well, first, he should set screens to make someone else get open. If Cubs going to be a three point guy, set a screen for Cubs and then cut, or something like that. Or Simmons just needs to give him the ball at the top of the key every once in a while, let him do his thing. Well, that's not then, off ball. That's that's just him getting the ball more. That's a different. That's a different. I'm just saying how to use him into the offense. If that's not the solution to make him do something off ball, Simmons just needs to give him the ball up top, and then if it doesn't work, pass it back out to Simmons, and then Simmons looks around and finds something else. Yeah, I think. I think. When he isn't handling the ball and he's on the floor with Simmons, I think he should try to take the role and like get plays run for him the way that plays are run for JJ. I mean, yeah, JJ runs around a lot, but he also gets screens set for him. It's like if you get that ball to Fultz as he's coming off a screen set for set by Embiid at the top of the key, like JJ gets that pick and roll with Embiid all the time. But if you think Fultz of, needs to set though. If you think about it, J, JJ shoots on the run all no, the no, no, time. No, but like Fultz even, needs the ball for a solid second and a half before he even shoots getting it. that ball though. It, it's uh, Redick doesn't dribble the ball around the screen for Embiid. He he comes around the screen from Embiid, catches a pass, and then that's like the pick and roll. It's like a bonafide pick and roll. Even though no, I, I know what JJ does, wind. but as soon as soon as he gets the ball, he doesn't dribble it all. But as soon as he gets it, he shoots. He doesn't set. Or he can run the. It's like essentially a pick and roll because he can take a dribble or two and pull up for that jump shot, which Fultz can also hit while Embiid's rolling the basket, which is the which is a pass Fultz can make. I don't understand why you can't yeah, run that play for Fultz and have him catch at the top of the key and be in a position to make a play like that. That's true, but with him not shooting that three, a lot of people reason, a lot of reasons why JJ gets that like two dribble things because people attack him at three, so he gets a little sidestep. People won't attack Fultz at three. That's why they don't guard him out there. I don't know. I think I. I think what I've seen from his three-point shot seems to me like if he had to get it off that fast, he could. Not as fast as JJ, but he could get the shot off if he came around the screen and somebody went underneath the screen. It's just a question of whether he's not he's going to take it. But if they told him, all right, we're going to run this play for you five times this game, 
and one of the times if they go underneath the screen, you need to take a three, or one of the times you need to to work the screen with Embiid and throw up a lob to him or get the ball to him down the post. Like I, I just think that's something that's not happening, and maybe well, should. They're be. not going to be able to do that right now. He's shooting thirty percent from behind the arc, and half of them are corner threes. He's shooting thirty percent. Yeah, that's not that bad. It's not that good. Okay, well, because we, we, we shot last about, season. Who, What's Dario shooting right now? Dario's still shooting. I don't the know, but no, that's terrible too. I'm not saying I'm not comparing it to other people. Saying Dario's fine and Fultz isn't. They're both not shooting well. I I like that Fultz is taking that shot, and I hope he continues it. But I, he needs to prove I, that he I can think shoot way, that way before he gets it off look, his hand. It's way too early to be looking at percentages, in my opinion. Yeah, but people were looking at percentages two games ago. And he's like, oh, he's shooting fifty percent. He's looking good. But now that it's down, people aren't looking at it anymore. Oh, I know. Okay. I know we want to support this guy, but we can't support this guy by only supporting him when he's doing something good yeah, and not getting on the fifty percent thing bad. was a joke. I mean. That that was that was a joke they were saying. Like, oh, if he's shooting fifty percent and Tatum shooting thirty two, like we we won the deal or whatever. And that was a joke. It, no one's looking at the numbers seriously right now. It, we have to get more sample size. We have to get uh, where he's getting to the point where he's taking five threes a game. You were like, oh, he only went one for five last game, or whatever that was, uh, against the Hawks. But like the fact that he took five threes is fantastic to me. That's that, good. Yeah, I want him to. I'm just saying. You say you want to incorporate him into that different like the JJ slot, but he's not. Making enough. It doesn't matter right if now, he's making early them. season. We need to make. We need to figure out if he can take the shot. If he can come around and get that shot well, then off do, fast, then enough. do that in practice right now. Right now, you need to start making threes in, in actual game and just make it. It doesn't matter. Three. The, the the result of the play doesn't matter right now, it, it, unless it's it's so ugly and it doesn't work. But if the only negative result of the play is that the shot didn't go in, that's that's not a negative result of the play. If it gets to the point, it is a negative result. If the, JJ he, could do that, but instead you're making false do that just to practice his, that. These when games you can just don't practice matter, that in a game. These games don't matter. They do matter. They don't matter we that much. They do. I can't how, say that. How good this, would we have been last year if we didn't start 18 and 18? It doesn't matter, though. If we, if we won an extra five I'll tell you games, this, Matt. We, we it doesn't matter what our record year. was in the regular season. We weren't beating the Celtics last year. The same thing goes for this year. The record doesn't matter. We're getting into the playoffs. It doesn't matter if the three seed, the fourth seed, or the five seed. We're going to have to. Incorporate Fultz in the offense if we want to be better. And these games at the beginning of the season, yes, you want to win the game at the beginning of the season, obviously. You want to get off to a good start. But this team is too good to miss the playoffs. We're not missing the playoffs. Once we get into why, the playoffs... Why would we not practice that in practice first? Like, we probably are. Why would we just... I'm just saying you have to run into a game situation to see if it's going to work. You, you can't say, oh, the, 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 there, the result no, of the game there's matters. There's no part... There's no, nothing that Fultz is doing right now that proves to me that, yes, he's capable of doing that. So why do we try We that? haven't tried it. Why would you... We haven't tried why it. Would we, why would we try that? Why? But to see Other if it works. Like, oh, maybe, maybe this would be possible, but nothing else is working for but, him right now. What, so what makes you say? That? What makes you say that nothing you've seen makes you think he can do it if you haven't seen him try to do it? Because he can't make threes. He's shooting 30% from behind the arc. Half of them are corner threes, like I just said. I know it's still early, but he's not making a lot of three-point shots. Difference? He's not making normal. He's shooting 40% from the floor in general. Okay. So why are we going to make him do something totally different if he's still not totally confident in what he's doing because right he's, now? We, we just, we, the, it's just it doesn't work. The arguments don't work because he's just said he's not he's not providing any value off ball. He's not getting any touches. But we have to find a way to get him touches involved in the offense to see if it's going to be a thing. If it's if it's going to be a thing, then that's great. If it's not going to be a thing, all right, we figured it out. But we can't just sit here and say, oh, he's missing his corner threes and he's not providing any value off ball. Therefore. We can't incorporate in the office at all. We have to try it. These, this is the time to do it. It's the beginning but then why of the season. wouldn't why would we not still... first? Why wouldn't we first make him Simmons backup because we know that's working? So establish that, and then if you want, because work on that's it not the ceiling. The ceiling for him is not the backup for Simmons. The ceiling for him is playing alongside Simmons. We have to try to do things alongside Simmons. They have to try to figure it out. It's there's no why, alternative. Why would we not do that 
you can you can After make it, you can make it so that we stagger the minutes so he's playing more minutes backing up Simmons instead of like all with Simmons and none without. But like you have to have minutes with Simmons. You have to try to do it. I think we're forcing Fultz a lot. This is not Fultz's uh, team. I think I, I our best five was with JJ in the lineup. So yeah, we shouldn't uh, of course force it is right Fultz now right because Fultz is this, is this is the twelfth game of his rookie season. I just I don't like how much we're forcing him. I think that's we have to force it. it does, it's no it's just it's something that has to happen. I disagree. I mean, I don't know. You can you can look at any rookie from this current class and and say, are they forcing him by? Are they forcing Trey Young by starting him in Atlanta? Are they forcing Doncic by starting him for the Mavericks? Like, no, because nobody else starts in that situation. Nobody is better than them. We JJ is better than Fultz right now. That is a fact. So, and he's better in that situation. That is a fact. So, explain to me why JJ should start over Fultz without JJ, saying he can, without he can saying already that the game the result of the game matters because I'm contesting that the result of the game doesn't matter. He can shoot better. It lets Embiid work on that instead of. Faking it because no matter if the result of the game matters, Embiid wants to score. So he knows JJ is going to make that shot. If he if he knows Fultz is going to make that shot, he's not going to pass to him. He's going to roll and try and do something else instead, even if that's a play that's driven. I mean, I so guess. he's not going to if he, if he's not shooting well, he, they're not going to give him that ball halfway through a game because I mean, even people were saying that during the process area, even though the games didn't matter, we were trying to lose. Everybody's trying to win at that moment. So the result of the game does matter, even if the record doesn't matter. That game, everybody cares about. Of course, of course. But I'm just saying you can't you can't not do something because you might lose the game because of it. That's not a good reason to not do it. No, I'm saying if JJ is the best option we have, why would we not roll with him instead of 50 games through? You're like, you know what, this false thing isn't working. JJ, jump back in. Because JJ's gonna play anyway. I'm guarantee you he's probably playing 28 minutes a night. JJ's gonna get his minutes. It's not like he's not gonna be in a rhythm. And you have to try to get Fultz into a rhythm. You have to try to work him through it. Yeah, he's gonna suck. We all knew he was going to suck. Nobody expected him to come out here and be an all-star besides maybe Drew Hanlon. You have to try to do it. These games on an individual level don't matter. The results of the games don't matter as much as getting him experience. Like, right, I, I know you don't agree with so that. So if, if, if you need experience, but in 50 games or so, he's coming off the bench and he needs that experience. He doesn't know what to, how to do that now. I'm just saying if he's coming off and you don't know he's going to be a starter or not, why start him as a starter if you know JJ can do that? Because he can work on the same shit if he's coming off the bench. He can work on work, work, playing with Simmons coming off the bench. Even yeah, if it's later, that's what JJ's doing. I guess. I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't see why you wouldn't start him. If you're trying to play him with Simmons, you're trying to play with Embiid. I, I, I don't know. Because JJ's better and that is your best starting five. There is no situation where you shouldn't start your best starting five. Except for this one. I don't think so. I mean, you, you're telling me every team that, has a, that drafts a rookie point guard doesn't have a vet that at that moment in time is better at point guard than the rookie coming in. I mean, rookie point guards in the NBA historically have negative value. Ben Simmons is an absolute exception to that rule. But historically, there's almost no rookies on record that, are, that come into the, the NBA at the point guard position, which is what Markel Fultz is trying to play, and are, are positive. We knew this was going to happen. It is what's happening. I don't understand the but panic. How many, but how, I'm not panicking. I'm just saying I don't agree with him starting. I don't think it's a. He's only starting because be that's end, the best place for him to get experience. I don't. I don't think it's end all that he's starting right now. I just don't agree with the situation. And a lot of the times with point guards, you get point guards at the top of the draft, and you start them instead of a, a vet when you're rebuilding a team. That's what's Our happening. team's already in the playoffs. But we're still we're not, rebuilding. That's the beauty of this team. But 
we were real being last year too. We were a three seed last year. Yeah. So if Foles coming off the bench is the best thing for the team right now, I don't care about next year. We're trying to win a championship right now. Yeah, but we're not winning. We're not winning a championship in October. We're winning a championship next April when Fultz, having uh, four hundred minutes of experience next to Simmons, knows how to play with him. I mean, what uh, if what if we run up into into a team that has three guards like I don't know Boston, and we need Markel Fultz most Markel Fultz's defense on the floor more than we need Reddick's offense? I mean, Reddick. Can- so you can still work on that. You can put him in certain situations, but don't just say he's our starter. He's going to start every single game because that's not what's best for the team. I think it is best for the team if you look at it with a long view. That's be- no, that's best for Fultz. That's not best for the team. Well, Even well, if you're saying Fultz, Fultz is right part now, of the future of the team. What's best, best for the team? That's not true, especially if Fultz doesn't pan out. Well, if, yeah, if that's an if. But if he doesn't pan out, then yeah, obviously it's also an if if he does work. pan out. It's an if either situation. If he, so if he does pan out, then this, this, of the is, this works. This is this is good. All right, all right, whatever. We, we've talked too long for this. But uh, all right, obviously we have some differing opinions. Sixers game. I don't know when they play next. When do they play next? Probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. Sounds good to me. Or today. What day is today? Wednesday. They are, I don't think they're playing right now because they just had a, they're not playing. They had right. a back they to back the last two days. Yeah. Hold on. I'll yeah. look. I'll look at it. Clippers at home. Uh, Clippers are a pretty good team this year, actually. I think. So far, anyway, they, right they've been kind of exciting. Uh, they just beat somebody. Uh, who was it? Oh, the Wizards. I remember listening to somebody talk about the Wizards. Ooh, the Wizards. This is a trash. Bradley Beal, question mark. Uh, so, yeah, Clippers, they got uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander, who I was real high on going into the draft. I still like him. No reason to dislike him. He's a cool guy. Uh, should be a good Should be a good game. Should be a win. Uh, who's their big man? Do you, do you know? Um, they have Gortat starting, but they have uh, that big bull. Ah. Uh, Bojan. Oh, oh Boban? Boban, yeah. Uh, yeah. Boban versus Embiid is going to be a classic. But they they have Gortat starting. Gortat played him pretty well. You guys year. hearing this? Probably the day this comes out, which we think is Thursday. Hopefully this is not Friday. <laughs> might be Friday. It might be Friday. <laughs> Boban versus Embiid either will be or was a classic. I guarantee it. There's going to be some sort of Insta post. That's going to be fantastic. I'm excited for that. All right, cool. Um, any last thoughts? Wrapping up. TTP. Trust the process. That's all we gotta say. The Eagles on a bye this week. Lots of stuff going on. Sunday nights can be an absolute banger. Uh, with Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. For whatever reason, I feel like there's even more talk about this than like usual. Uh, I feel like we talk about Rodgers versus Brady. This is only the second time they're ever playing. Every, really? Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, I yeah. guess that makes sense. I I don't know. I feel like every year yeah, we talk about Rogers versus Brady. Years. All right. Well. All right. So Rogers versus Brady, chapter two, coming up on Sunday, probably right after uh, a good Saints versus Rams game. Where one of those teams is going to lose. I don't know how. Unless there's a tie, that'd be unfortunate. <laughs> so yeah. So Sunday night should be fun. Thursday night should be fun. Uh, Pitt plays Virginia on uh, on Friday. Hopefully get this dub. We're going for the uh, ACC championship, which we're, we're still tied for first, I think, in the ACC. Yeah, with Virginia. So we need All right, bet. So Pitt's playing. Not bad. We had, a, we had a nice comeback win the other day. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Matt and I are having a wonderful week. And uh, trust the process.